This is the new and improved forgiveness. I just want to apologize so to you sorry. again, tell you how I'm sorry I am about the mistake. And if there's anything at all I can do for you, please don't hesitate to ask. Come along, Howard. Time for your lobotomy. Everybody, welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Pickleball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kelly. This week, I am excited to talk about Major League Pickleball. It was back on this weekend. We had an awesome weekend of team pickleball. But before we get into that, I just want to ask kindly if you could hit that like button, uh, subscribe if you're not subscribed, um, hit the notification bell, do all this stuff, comment below for sure. Uh, it really helps out, so I would appreciate it if you guys could do that. But anyways, enough about that. Let's talk about Major League Pickleball this weekend down in Daytona Beach. So the winners for the Major League Pickleball Championships were none other than the Seattle Pioneers. You got Ben Johns, Tyler Loom, uh, Edda Wright, and Megan Dizon, coached by Dave Fleming. If you don't know who that is, that's the guy who does the announcing for most pickleball streams uh, for the PPA. I guess he's a pickleball player and the senior pro. Um, and turns out he's a great coach. Because um, as we'll find out in the Challenger League, he was one of the coaches of the teams that was in the championship for that as well, the Dallas Pickleball Club. But yep, for the Premier League, you had the Seattle Pioneers win it. Uh, and it was an interesting final. You know, it was they won it three games to one. Um, nothing really too crazy going on. It was a good match. Uh, definitely not the best match of the week, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but before we dive more into the premier level, I actually want to talk about the challenger level because there were some interesting things that happened. So for the challenger league, the finals ended up being the Bay area breakers against the Dallas pickleball club, uh, and the Bay area breakers for the second time in a row took home gold first place. Um, and the one thing I can't help but talk about is Christian Alshon right there in the pink hat raising up that trophy. Now, anybody who's uh, seen this show before or follows me on Instagram probably know that I'm not the biggest fan of Christian Alshon. That changed this weekend. I used to hate him, but now it's like a hate-love thing. I kind of start to like him. I mean, first off, if you win two in a row, hey, that says something. I'm not saying it was only him. You know, he's got a great team behind him. And also the Challenger League it doesn't have the best talent in there. Uh, but hey, if you could do uh, what they did, I don't think they lost an, a match ever in Major League Pickleball, if I could remember correctly. Not this one, at least. They didn't lose any matches. Um, so, I mean, you know, you got to respect talent when you see it. There is an awesome part of the match against the Dallas Pickleball Club that I'm going to actually show. I usually don't show, like, play-by-play -play highlights. But this series, like, it was three different points, uh, and it was incredible. So if you guys have time, go back and watch this match. It was great. Um, but in case you don't, I'm going to show you my one of my favorite parts of it. There's, like, two different parts I'm going to show. Um, but anyways, check this part out. So this whole match was really, really entertaining. Because Christian Alshon was getting quite chirpy, but not as chirpy as Brendan French. 
this dude on the Dallas Pickleball Club was talking so much smack. I mean, he was all game chirping at Christian Alshon, really just like never having one point. Like if he scored a point, he was saying something directly to him. I mean, just like look at some of this. Wins the point just screaming in his face. Just relentless. Okay, so I'm basically showing you this because I'm just trying to set up. Look at this. Brendan French walking towards him. Okay, so like if you were watching this game, it was at the point where you're like, oh my gosh, like this dude is coming to ball. He is screaming at his head. It was borderline being a dickhead. And then look right there. He's kind of getting it back. You know, but I have to say, as I saw like that point right there, I remember thinking, wow, Christian Alshon is not talking smack back, really. He's kind of keeping quiet and just trying to play. And so it made me think like, hmm, it's hard. It's hard to root for Brandon French when you see stuff like that. As much as I don't like Christian Alshon, it was kind of hard to root for him. But I love the shit talking. So I was like really pumped to watch this game. But here, I'm going to show you. So here's right after he was talking shit. You see Christian Alshon gets that Ernie right there. And French is like, oh, okay. Uh, Which I, I mean, I was like, okay, good. Like it's going back and forth. It's not just one sided here. And then watch this point right here. This is what made me realize like there is a rivalry brewing. This was three straight points, by the way. Right in the face. Right in the face. And you know, oh, right in the face. Body bags, big time. Oh, you know that that had to eat him up inside. And the, like, here's what won my respect is they went through that. So, like, Brandon French was in his face. And then Christian Alshon said, all right, watch, I'll just Ernie on you. Did that. And then he's getting hit in the head, but never talk shit about it the whole time. So now I'm going to fast forward a little bit further into the game. Okay, so now the score is 2015. You just saw that scream by French right there. I mean, he's clearly so pumped, which is fun. I love that so much. I wish more people were like that. But then here's the final point of the match right here. And look at Christian Alshon just shakes him up, doesn't say shit, keeps it quiet, keeps it moving. Now I say this to set up the next game that happened, or I'm sorry, in uh, two more games after this, uh, in the mixed doubles match. So fast forward to the mixed doubles match. Barrier, Bay Area Breakers are up 15-12. And I'm going to unmute it so you could hear for yourself. Listen carefully. De La Rosa's like, what the hell, man? You served that before he was done calling it. And Christian Alshon's like, yeah, all right, that's fair. I'm like, yeah, we'll just replay it, it looks like he's saying. Well, he's kind of like, I don't know. He's like, look, I don't know. You know, he said it already. So anyways, it created a lot of controversy at this moment. Tensions were heating up. De La Rosa was pissed. And he started talking a lot of shit to Christian Alshon. 
And so now I'm going to fast forward to later in the match. So at this point, it's 2019, Barry Area Breakers. Just got to get one more point to win. De La Rosa threw his hat off earlier. He's so pissed and fucking misses it. Oh my gosh, blew it. And look at Christian Alshon's reaction. Oh, choked, choked. He waited he that whole time to finally start talking well, some shit. What it was, but very rarely will we see De La Rosa miss an overhead. He looked up instantly right after he hit that ball off the frame. And it is a 21-19 victory for the Bay Area Breakers. They are one game away. <laughs> okay. I got to say that one me over. I now love hate Christian Alshon after seeing that. You know, like the fact that you're going to hold back, not really talk shit the whole game, but then when it's over and he won, then he started saying some shit. So, hey, it worked out. They ended up winning the whole championship. So, congrats to the Bay Area Breakers and Christian Alshon. I don't take back everything I said about you, but you are turning a corner on how much I like you. Who knows? Maybe by the next MLP, I'll go from love-hate to love. But we'll see. So now let's talk about the more important league, the Premier League, where everybody's favorite players are. Um, now, sure, we could talk about the finals, which was against the BLQK Bears. It's surprising that they actually made it that far. They had to beat the Fives. But that's actually what I want to talk about is their match in the semifinals against the five. Okay, so the women's doubles match between the BLQK Bears and the New Jersey Fives was a thousand percent one of the best pickleball matches of all time. I mean, the final score was, I think, 24 to 23 or something like that. They played at 21. They went into overtime or whatever you want to call it. I mean, some of the rallies that we saw, I'm showing one of the best ones here. I mean, some of the rallies that went on were incredible. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. And that just goes to show that women's doubles, honestly, is where it's at. You know, it's less about technique and more just about, like, let's just go back and forth, crazy rallies. You know, it's not always, like, dinking. It's just volley, 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 volley. I mean, just look at this point right here alone. Dude, like, the whole match at the end was like this. It was sick. And... What's even crazier about it, let's bring in the context. We're talking about Anna Lee Waters, you know, the best player, female, probably second best player out of any gender. And they were the clear favorites. BLQK Bears were like nowhere to be found last MLP. And then all of a sudden you have them crushing it in this game. So if you're going to go back and watch any of these matches, this was the one for sure. And then after you see something like that, I mean, you're like, wow, I hope that they go to the finals and win. But let's be honest, they're playing Ben Johns, so they had no chance. <laughs> Turns out, uh, yeah, he's really good. Um, and it seems like now the Seattle Pioneers, they probably kind of figured out what they need to do to win. Um, I mean, they've just played like, what how everybody expected the last time um although last time they fell short this time they seem to have figured it out so moving forward i'm gonna take them as the favorite every time if i had to bet on mlp 
I'm going to bet on the Seattle Pioneers. They just seem like the clear-cut favorites. And I don't know. I don't know. Something clicked. They figured it out, whatever it was. But also, if we are going to talk about Christian Alshon, real quick before we get off of him, I do got to mention, I loved this interview right here by him. Let's let it play. You guys take yet another dream breaker here. <laughs> More athletic on the court. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine. You guys played lights out. Ah, took it all so, so, so awkward. Oh, I love making fun of him. I don't know what it is. It's fun. While we're on the subject of classic funny interviews, I'm going to start getting into uh, some of the other funny moments that I saw this weekend. One of them was really interesting. So as we've talked about in the past, uh, we know Rafa Hewitt. He's had some um, an interesting dilemma going on with his paddle situation. He's signed by Adidas, uh, and it was seeming like the Adidas paddle was not very good for him. We watched him uh, start playing with the Yola paddle, and on all of a sudden he started playing great. Uh, but then he busted out the Adidas paddle in doubles this weekend, and he did pretty well. Um, but I don't need to show you any highlights. I just want to show you the interview afterwards. So check this out. Okay, so here they were on day two playing against the New Jersey Fives. Rafa Hewitt with the winner. Round them up. Round them up. Look at him go. He's so pumped. He is so pumped showing off his Adidas paddle. Look at that thing. Oh, he's so pumped. He's just thinking about all the haters. Okay, so here's what I want to show. This is my favorite part, this interview right here. Rafa tied a lot in the middle there between 5 and 10, 12 points. What puts you over the edge there to take that victory? Give yourself a 2-1 lead. Well, we uh, called that timeout and we had a little game plan. Figured out that the drop was working cross-court a lot. So got that Addy power. Let's go. You know what I'm talking about? Let's see about that NML. All right. Well, the New York Hustlers go up 2-1 ah, on the Fox. I guess I got to just say I'm jealous of NML. I want somebody to call me out in an interview court. for hating on them. Why can't Christian Alshon call me out for hating on him? That's my goal. I just want somebody to be so pissed at me that they get all fired up and win something and then call sorry, not sorry out. But either way, here's the end to that story. Let me fast forward to the singles match. Or, I'm sorry, the Dream Breaker. Take a look at what paddle he's using now all of a sudden in singles. I'll give you a hint. It's not the Adidas paddle. It's the Yola. I don't blame him. If you're playing Annalie Waters in a Dream Breaker, I mean, you kind of got to do anything you can to have the advantage. You know, you're not going to be like, well, let me try and win it with the paddle I'm getting paid to use. Fuck it. Let's just bust out the Yola. One of the other classic hilarious moments from this weekend had to be Jill Braverman. If you did not see what happened to this, I recommend just going on Memes of Pickleball. If you don't follow Memes of Pickleball on Instagram, you are missing out. I'm sure you do, but in case you don't, now you know about it. They have, like, the best account. It makes me so jealous because they're so good. Uh, but, hey, good talent's good talent. They're great at making memes. So I'm just going to show their page real quick because they broke it down the best.
she fell for like five seconds. That was hilarious to watch. So she ended up turning into a meme because she was just always falling. Always falling. And as you can see, the caption right there says, Someone please wrap Jill Braverman in bubble wrap before she steps on the court tomorrow. Well, guess what? Jill Braverman listens. She literally showed up in bubble wrap. And it was all because of this Instagram account. She's like, you know what? That's actually a good idea. I wish she actually played in it. That would have been hilarious. I mean, like, who has fallen more than her? Elise Jones, maybe, but nah, not as much as her. Like, so now this is the new meme is uh, Jill Braverman falling all the fucking time. Okay, this one, I was laughing my ass off at this meme right here. Neosporin executives, now that Jill Braverman is back playing pickleball, racking in that cash. It's hilarious. Anyways, moving on. Okay, one of my favorite people to watch. I talked about him in one of the last episodes, but Jeff Warnick is so interesting to me. He is like one of the biggest shit talkers. And for some reason, I love it. And I was dying laughing watching him warm up right here. Just look at his swag With walk. a pre-med degree. This dude is feeling himself. Look at him swagging. <laughs> Pops the ball up. Can't even get it. He's trying to be so cool. But then it's so funny, too, to me, because he's just got these, like, glasses, and he looks just like a dad. But he acts like he's Hayden Patrick Quinn. <laughs> so let's talk real quick, too, about the LA Mad Drops. They were the one that won it last MLP event. They won the whole championship, um, and they fell short this time. They did not win it. They made it to the semifinals, but they weren't able to make it to the actual finals to play for that championship. Um, which breaks the streak for Irina Tarashenko. She made five MLP finals. I think she was in all of them. Uh, and for the first time, she's not going to be in the finals. Um, the one thing that changed for them was Thomas Wilson got a wrist injury in the middle of the event, so he had to bounce out. And in his place was Hunter Johnson, who's a pretty good player, been dominating the APP. Uh, but one of the funniest things about this whole situation was that he just got brought up without really much time to prepare. He was playing in the Challenger League, and then all of a sudden the next day he's playing in the Premier League. I mean, they didn't even have a jersey for him. Check this out. I mean, look at this. Ready? Wilson on the back of his shirt. Check it out right here, too. He's on the bottom right. He's just rocking Wilson's jersey the whole time. It's kind of badass. It's like when Michael Jordan was wearing that 45 number. You know, he just was like, whatever. Put put whatever shirt you want on me. I'm still going to ball out. They did seem like they were all getting along pretty well, too. They seemed like they were all cool with it, and they were all friends. They actually really liked Hunter. So I also love this shot right here of them all squeezing on the bench. <laughs> They're like, you're getting the middle, Hunter. You're the new guy. Cracks me up. They got to get bigger benches. Why do they have such tiny benches? doesn't make any sense. Okay, so next, I want to do uh, the segment that I've been doing the last few weeks, the X's and O's of pickleball. 
Not the X's and O's like plays, but the X's and O's like hugs and kisses. Let's talk relationship statuses. So one of the more popular couples that we've had in Pickleball that a lot of people have been talking about is Big Papa Jimmy, James Ignatowicz, and Anna Bright. Now, we all know the story. Anna Bright was playing against Big Papa Jimmy. She lost to him and Catherine Parento. Seemed like it caused some issues. Uh, And then the next week, we found out that they were actually going to team up together. And they ended up doing pretty good. I mean, they made it to the finals. They didn't win. They got silver, so that's pretty good. Um, But it was nice to see them back together. But then all of a sudden, MLP comes around, and now they're pitted against each other. Now, it worked out because they didn't play mixed against each other. So it's not like they really had to compete one-on-one against each other. But there is something to still competing against a team that, you know, your partner is on. Now, speculation, you know, it's whatever. We don't have any facts here. But based off the body language, there was something that I noticed in this Dream Breaker. Awesome match, by the way. Uh, But at the end of this, I want to show you something. So here we go. It's 2018. New Jersey Fives, one point away from winning it. Hayden Patrickin, who killed it this weekend. He goes up against Anna Bright. And look at that. Anna Bright can't get it. Oh, and look who the first to hug Hayden is. Let's see that again. Watch this final point. A big old hug from Big Papa Jimmy. Oh, and off a neck cord too. But let's look at that hug and that moment from Anna Bright. Looks a little familiar. Hmm, where have I seen that before? Hmm, I think I've seen this before someplace else. Oh, look at that big old hug. And not high-fiving and congratulating your girlfriend on the other side of the net. Hmm. Oh, I remember now. Let me show you. Rewind to a few weeks ago, the PPA tournament. Back when Anna Bright was with Riley Newman. Oh, and look at this gigantic hug and ignoring the girlfriend oh i'm cringing so hard right now could you imagine if next week we find out hey turns out anna bright is pairing up with riley newman once again what happened i think i know now it's a little bit different because it's like a team thing you know it wasn't like he was playing her um you know, he has a right to be excited for his team advancing and winning that match. But I can't imagine that it felt great to see your boyfriend not really dap you up immediately after the game. Although that is the standard way of doing things in MLP. It's like, yeah, you hug your team first. You celebrate, and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We got to go talk to the other team. All right, high five, good, high five, high five. And then you go back to celebrating. Um, whereas in, like, the PPA, it's like, the match ends, you kind of do like a, yeah, and then you high five, and then you kind of do the celebration. Um, so it is a little bit different, but I just found that super interesting to see. All right, well, this episode is starting to come to its conclusion, but before we take off, I do want to play another round of partner, body bag, winner off the net. And if you don't know what that is, it's almost like Mary fuck kill. Uh, we've all played that game before. 
Um, but instead of marry, fuck, kill, it's pick somebody to partner with in pickleball, pick somebody to body bag in pickleball, and pick somebody to hit a winner off the net. Um, so I have three names that were texted to me. I did look at the names this time. I did take a little peek, but I haven't thought about who I'm going to pick. So here we go. Here are the names for today's round. It is number one, Anna Bright. Number two, Vivian David. And number three, Jill Braverman. Okay. Jill Braverman, Vivian David, Anna Bright. Who do I want to partner? Who do I want to body bag? And who do I want to hit a winner off the net? I have to say I probably want to partner with Vivian David. I think she seems like the most fun. I don't think she's the best out of all of them. Anna Bright's probably the best out of the three. Definitely the best out of the three. And Anna Bright is a close second on who I'd partner with. She's probably my favorite female player, but something about Vivian David. She's just like always smiling. She has like a permanent smile, which is kind of funny because, I mean, you know, I don't have the most perfect teeth, but if you've ever seen her teeth, what do we call it, a crooked smile? I don't know. She's great in every other way, but it's just ironic that the person that smiles the most probably didn't have braces as a kid. And that's cool. I didn't have braces as a kid either. So who am I to judge? It's worth noting, though. (laughs) Anyways, she's a big smiler. She seems very positive. I have to partner with her, I think. Okay, so now who do I want to body bag and who do I want to hit a winner off the net? Oh, this is so easy. Definitely a winner off the net for Jill Braverman because that is guaranteed to make her kind of like readjust as she's like about to hit the shot. And she's going to end up stumbling and falling. And then we'll make memes of pickleball. And it would be hilarious to watch her stumble on the ground and roll around and cut herself up. Well, I don't know about the cut part. I don't want her to cut herself up. I don't want her to get hurt. But it is really funny to watch her fall. Um, And I think the only way to make that happen is with a winner off the net. I guess that means I'm going to have to body bag Anna Bright. And I don't know. That might just get her really fired up. kind of feel bad about that one. But I'm not going to pass up on a chance to have Jill Braverman fall. So... There it is. I'm going to partner with Vivian David. I am going to body bag Anna Bright. And I am going to hit a winner off the net against Jill Braverman. All right. Well, there it is. That is going to do it for our episode today. Thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. We're going to be back next week. There is a PPA tournament on, so we will be looking forward to that. Oh, actually, I lied. That's in two weeks. Next week is APP. The APP is back. We definitely are going to be covering that. It has been a while since we've done some APP. So, everybody, make sure you watch that APP stream. I was saying this a few episodes ago. We need to support the APP because if we don't have competition for the PPA and MLP, it's not going to go well for these pickleball players and for us as fans. Competition is going to make everything better. Uh, And the only way we get that is if we support APP, which, I mean, we all know it's not as good as the PPA. But maybe one day it will be if we support enough. They get more sponsors. They get more money. They can pay people more. Uh, We want them to be able to pay people at the same rate as they're paying in the PPA right now. So that way uh, we can get some good players back in the APP. APP used to be fun to watch. 
Now it's just basically Paris Todd and the Johnson twins. Um, but either way, I'm looking forward to it. We'll have another episode back next week. So if you haven't already, hit that like button. Comment down below. Let me know who you want to partner, body bag, or hit a winner off the net. If you have any good examples that you think would be fun to do, I'd love to play. Um, yeah, and I uh, hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for watching. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry.